Welcome back to this episode of the podcast. On this episode of the podcast, I had a really funny conversation with my younger brother. We talked about pretty much everything under the sun. I don't even remember everything we talked about, but I remember it was pretty crazy. So sit back and enjoy. All right, three, two, one. We're live. Welcome to episode four. You just not going to say anything? No. Are you just going to be mute? Yeah. All right. We're going to start off. I'm going to have you take a guess at something. Okay. Okay. How much do you think a platypus weighs? A platypus. A platypus. How much do you think that weighs? Like, do you know how big a platypus is? Like the size of a beaver, right? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know so how this, big they are. So this is rigged. I didn't look that up. I just, okay. <laughs> so do you have the results? Like, do you know how, how big yeah, it is? Yeah, I, I, know, I know the numbers. But I don't know how big they are. All right. I'm going to say like like 30 pounds, roughly. No. Not even not even close. Lighter? Yeah. Lighter, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 30 pounds? <laughs> I thought, <laughs> have you seen a beaver? What is it, obese? Yeah. No, <laughs> not 30 pounds. No. Like 15. No. Lighter? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Five pounds? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Really? It's 2.2 to 5.3 pounds. What? For a platypus. That's insane. That means they're like, probably like this big or something. What? I, I always thought the same size like, I was like beavers, like like that big. Not a, <laughs> like, like this big? <laughs> well, yeah. Not according to what I found. Well, and where did you get res- these results? <laughs> Google. Oh, oh, so, yeah, they're etched in stone, aren't they? They're what? They're etched in stone. Yeah. Google is like the god of all. Mm-hmm. If it's on Google, it's true. Definitely. So, if you had to get eaten by one animal, which animal would it be? It, I wouldn't like have like a stinger. Like, no, I don't have st- a stinger. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to be alive for it. I want to be knocked out for it at least. Like, I wouldn't have to want to be eaten alive, you know. Oh. No, no. This is you have to get eaten alive by one animal. Which animal would that be? Well, that's just down like, the like, <laughs> you, like you don't have, you don't have a choice. Then I guess it'd be like, like the death report would be like, like what I'd be worried about. Like I wouldn't want something small and like innocent to, to come up in the news. You don't want like a like fluffy the bunny rabbit to take you out. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, like you don't want like fluffy to like come like nibble on your carotid yeah. artery while you're asleep, like a chihuahua to rip my throat out. <laughs> so which animal would it be? <sighs> Probably like a shark, something like that. Cause like that, that's understandable. Like you're in the water, you can't defend yourself. You want it to be understandable? Yeah, like it, I don't want people <laughs> to think to be like, oh, why didn't he just fight back? Because no, like people, no, no, you know, you know, you're being eaten. I, yeah, I do. And you're still gonna choose a shark? I mean, it's gonna be just as fast as like a wolf or a bear. But it's going to be like, if you're in the water, you can't fight back. If, like, if you're fighting a wolf, you can fight back. And people are going to be like, why don't you just fight back and kill it, you know? You can't fight back that much against a wolf. That's what people think, though. Have, like, you, ever, have you ever fought a wolf? No, but <laughs> have you been in a room when like, the report I've never came been, out? I've never been in a room with a shark, either. I'm saying, like, <laughs> like whenever I'm talking to my friends and we, have, like, we hear about someone being eaten by a wolf, there's at least one person that brings up, oh, like, you know, if I was in that situation, I could have fought that wolf off. But nobody's going to think if a shark comes up to them and tries to fight them, like tries to eat them, they can fight it off. Like, no one can. Yeah, you'd punch it in the snout. Well, if it's like trying to eat you, because all it does is just deter it. Like, it it just scares it away. But if it's like actually trying to eat you, it's going to eat you. I mean, so would anything else. Not really. Like, with a wolf, you could. I I think a shark would be like the most painful option to go. I mean, be over fast. I don't think it would. Faster than like a wolf? What about what about like a bear? A bear would be brutal though, because like bears, like they don't instantly kill you. Like they they'll mess you up and they'll sniff you for a while and leave you just <laughs> bleeding on the ground. And if you try and like move, they'll go back to killing you until you're finally dead. What about? Did, did you see the Revenant? The what? The Revenant? No, or, I think it's called the Revenant. The, the movie that um, uh, what's the actor's name? Leonardo DiCaprio. He was uh, you didn't see that? No. He was like um. He was this, uh, this settler in the um, 1800s, I think, 1700s. And uh, he got into a situation where he was uh, on the frontier. 
and um, there was a scene where he was attacked by a bear. It was a really brutal scene because like the bear pushed him to the gra- under the ground, and it started like ripping his back out. And he had like giant gashes all down his back, and he played dead for a while. And the bear like sniffed him and then started to move away. And he got back up, and the bear just chased him down and did the same thing over and over like three times until he finally like got a knife into its um to its chest. And he and the bear rolled off a cliff, and a bunch of guys came up and killed the bear. And he was like, uh, he had scars all down his chest and back. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, it was it was bad. That's also a movie, though. Well, that's, not it's, how, it's, that's not how it's going to be in real life. It's based on real events. Uh, I, think, I don't think a bear is really going to play with you that much. They do. They, they, tell, you, they, they tell you. Like like a, like a tiger would probably play with you a lot. Well, bears, well, bear wouldn't play with you, but like they tell you to, um, to play dead if a bear attacks you. Because if you play dead and stay played dead, and the bear doesn't eat you, like if it decides not to eat you, then it'll believe that you're dead and just walk away. Are you sure it won't just eat you? Well, that's if it doesn't eat you. But they usually <laughs> don't eat humans because humans aren't part of their diet. They're, they eat berries mostly. Not polar bears. Well, polar bears only eat meat. Yeah. Well, they eat fish meat. What if you look like a fish? Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> Can you swim? Just make me a fish. <laughs> they might confuse you for a fish. Yeah, definitely. What if you come out of the water? <laughs> okay. I used to can't be at that point. You what? I can't be at that point. That's what I figured. Mm-hmm. What about like, what about like an anaconda? An ana- that that would probably be the way to go. Really? Being like digested? <laughs> no, not digested. Like if it just got around your neck and it just tightened up, you just that'd be it. It just be you like, suffocate though. It, suffocating is one of the worst ways to die. Well, well, because it would it would cut off the blood flow, so you would you'd be out before you would like suffocate. I guess. And then it would just never let go and then you just digest you and then, <laughs> and then that's still suffocation though yeah and that's one of the worst ways to go but it would all you would, if it tightened up real tight around your neck it would, it would probably only take like 15 seconds before you'd be dead i mean maybe yeah like probably 15 seconds i guess but like the human like you wouldn't just die after the blood flow cuts off because you know that like the human mind stays alive for a long time after well if it does if it keeps squeezing it you would no, you could like the human mind can stay on, stay alive by itself even with no blood flow for a long time. Like when when the French were guillotining people in the Reign of Terror, they they were uh, having this thing happen where the severed head would come off the thing and like into the crowd. They pick it up and the, the severed head would still be blinking and eyes like moving around for like twenty or thirty minutes afterwards. Well, was it alive? Yeah, like they could see like the, the person's eyes were were moving. I wonder if they did they ever talk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if they cut someone's head off and like they lifted it up and then they, they were like, put me back. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? <laughs> That'd be creepy. Yeah. They'd probably make a movie about it. They, they, were, they were probably, all the heads were probably like in the, like, like they're having a conversation. Yeah, they're probably in the bucket. They're just like, hey man, <laughs> this really sucks. Hey, what, what happened to you? <laughs> and there's just a whole... <laughs> whole bucket of talking heads <laughs> what are you in for <laughs> <laughs> like I was being a witch <laughs> so what do you think about aliens aliens like what I think like are they exist or do they exist yeah yeah definitely where do you think they're at I don't think they're like super advanced I think they're like just, they're probably like, you don't like, think they're super advanced no I don't think. I don't so, what do you think? They're, they're stupid. Yes, <laughs> I think they're, they're they all have some kind of mental disorder. Because <laughs> if you seen the video of the kid that says he's an alien and aliens are autistic, no. Oh, it's pretty funny. I've, I've never seen that. <laughs> he's like, he's, he comes up and he's like doing a video. He says, "Hey guys, what's up? It's it's, I forget what his name was. It's, it's your boy. Insert name here. And um, today I'm talking about aliens, which is interesting because I'm an alien." And um, something else probably didn't know me is that I have autism because aliens have autism. And it's like, this is like 20 seconds into the video he lays on us. And it's like, oh my God. This is, this is a How long a is this story. video? It's, I don't know how long it is. I just saw a clip. Oh, jeez. So you think they're real, but you think they're like low functioning. Like primitives. Yeah. <laughs> primitives? Like either primitives or just like straight up so they're, animals. So they're in a trailer park. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you think they're at? They're nowhere around here. Nowhere around here. They're probably like out of. Are they um, in? In are they float around the sky or? Wait, what, what, 
I mean, like other planets. So you, so you think they're just like primitive on another planet? Yeah. If they were on our planet, we'd know about it. But which one? Which planet? Not in our solar system. Not in our solar system? No. Well, maybe Mars, because there was uh, pictures of... Um, of what other planet. solar systems are there? Where else could they go? Uh, outside the solar system. The what? Outside the solar system. How do you get there? Uh, what do you mean? How do you... They're just there. They just started on their planet. What, do you just go, just go to space and just go straight all the way to the other one? Are you serious? <laughs> what? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to understand what you're asking me. It just sounds retarded. <laughs> there's, there's, only, <clears throat> there's only one solar system, right? That we know of. That, what, uh, are you okay? <laughs> right? There's only one that we know of. There's, there, there's hundreds that we know of. Oh, well, I don't know about them. Because you're an idiot. <laughs> so they're on another one. <clears throat> yeah. So what do you think they look like? <sighs> I, I imagine they have to look something similar to what we have on Earth. Because there's not that many ways life can, like life of our size, like sentient life can exist. Because it has to be a certain height. Like ants can't be sentient because sentient there's just not enough space for their brains to become sentient. Like they can't be that small and still be sentient. They can't be that smart and still s- small. Like, so they have to be a certain size to be sentient. What's that size, do you think? <sighs> I'd say, like, the smallest size to still be sentient, sentient would be, like... What's, sen- what's sentient? Sentient's, like... Uh, well, that's a good question, actually. <laughs> you don't even know? <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Because th- that's, that's like, why I that's, asked. That's, like, been debated for hundreds of years, what sentient means. But it's, like, we human beings are sentient. Dogs are not sentient. Like, we have a higher level because they're not. <laughs> but why? Because they can't do what we do. Like, like we've kind of. They, they have you ever seen a service dog? They can't make. They can, they can do a lot of what we do. They, they can't. See, humans have the, are the only species that has uh, the ability to exponentially grow in terms of, like, what we can do. Like, a, a dog will only, always be able to just hunt what it can hunt and, like, eat what it can eat. But humans can, we, we went from being able to only kill, like, really small animals and eat berries to be able to kill the apex predators easily. Like, we, we went from... So you're not like, like, we evolved. We, didn't, we, we evolved without evolving. We, we, we went from being low in the food chain to being the top of the food chain without changing much at all. The only thing that changed was our ability to create weapons. And dogs can't create weapons. They can't create weapons. If they could, then they'd be sentient. What are you going to do whenever there is a dog that can create weapons? Then it's probably going to be like Rick and Morty. <laughs> so there's going to be somebody's dog that's going to like chew its bone into a shank. And it's yeah. going to wait for its owner to get home and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Well, you're a great host. You know? <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Um... Something else about aliens. You don't have it written down? Not what else, not what else I was going to say. It was in my brain and then it escaped. Nice. Um, how tall do you think they are? How t- I mean, it depends on the alien. There, there might, I'm not saying there's one species. I'm saying that like, there's, there's multiple species. Probably a lot of species, like beyond counting. Because just like there's different animals. And what, do you, what, do you, what do you think these aliens do? Like, are they just, like, trying to... They're, they're probably just going through the stages that we went through in our primitive stages. Like, they're going from... Like, they probably went from the Stone Age and they're kind of, like, slowly advancing, like, getting building bigger civilizations and creating more advanced weaponry. <laughs> weaponry? Like, from going from, like, stones to stones attached to sticks. <laughs> do, you, do you think maybe we should sem- send somebody up there to help them? Yeah. <laughs> to, to like, to like teach them. Be like, hey, hey, man, we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> Put that rock on that stick. And I think it's like, it, it probably is possible that somewhere out there, there's a super advanced alien race that like already is ahead of us, but they're just so far away that we haven't, we haven't even like gotten the ability to encounter them. Like they're so far away that. Like we haven't even got the, uh, like the equipment to like see yeah. where they're at. Because like if, if they were anywhere near us, we would pick them up on something. We'd pick them up on radio waves. We'd see them in the satellites. We'd see something. We haven't seen anything. So the only way that we could... Like, we can't see any planets that have alien life on them. But even if there were planets that had alien life on them, we couldn't see them. 
because our telescopes uh, aren't powerful enough to see that small little thing on the surface of the planet that's hundreds of light years away. Yeah. Hmm. So you so you think the chances of them like visiting us are probably pretty low? Oh, almost like impossible. So you don't think they've ever like they exist? They've just never been here. Yeah, they've never never been anywhere near us. So you don't think like the aliens are like controlling what happens on Earth? No, no, definitely not. Why not? Because we someone would figure it out. Someone would definitely somewhere someone would figure it out. Like it would get leaked by now. If they were controlling us, yeah, like just like with Matrix theory, I I feel like the fact that like if what you do think, you mean? What do you mean Matrix theory? Like the theory that we live in the Matrix, like the computer system that we live in, like in a simulation. Yeah, that's funny because that's my next topic. Wow, <laughs> if we live in a simulation, because <laughs> I feel like the ability, like if it's such a, a simulation existed, I feel like the top priority of that simulation would make it. Would be to make it impossible for the um like the creatures inside system to try and exploit it or like break it or escape from it somehow. So, and the best way to do that would be to prevent us from thinking about us being in a simulation at all. So the fact that we can question whether or not we're in a simulation means that we're not in a simulation. I see that, but if they if they made the simulation with AI, to where like we were the AI and we can just keep learning. Yeah. How could they block us from learning? Because they could just cut off what we can learn. I don't think it works that way. I don't think that's how AI works. Well, then you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's not how we think it works. Then you're just speculating. I mean, yeah. That's what I do. That's my job. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> so, all right, I got this theory. Okay. <laughs> I've put it. Not a lot of thought, but a pretty good amount of thought into this. Like one sleepless night over it. Yeah. Yeah. About living in a simulation. Mm-hmm. So what if what if we are living in a simulation, right? Mm-hmm. But say like our simulation is like like our 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 earth or our universe or whatever is like instead of, like it's a simulation, but it's like say it's like a test platform for the aliens. So that they can figure out, so like they use us as like guinea pigs to figure out like what works and what doesn't work inside of a civilization, so that they can optimize their civilization. Also, oh, like, so like they they look they look at us and they like run the um like they run what we do against what they're doing and see if, if we're more efficient than them or if they're more yeah, efficient like than like us. like Earth, like our Earth is like their beta for yeah. their for their Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like if they have the technology to render something that in- insanely complex, they don't need whatever help you get and give them. <laughs> but they they still wouldn't like they would still wouldn't know how like like how humans or, or people get along. Well, I, your so something about your theory that's interesting is um because it it plays on another theory that we're um we're actually creations of like. Basically, like a like a storybook, like we're playing out our lives on our lives on a canvas, and we just don't know it. Because like the theory is like this, right? Whenever a writer sits down and creates a story, they believe eventually that their story really exists. Like when George R. R. Martin made Game of Thrones, like at this point, he's pretty invested to it, or he probably thinks some of it's real, like at least some level of real. So like like they drive themselves crazy with it. Because when 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 a writer sits down and creates like characters. When what he writes down, the characters do, it kind of like writes itself. Because like when you establish what the character does, like what the characters like, you kind of just have it naturally come to you what they do. So what if so, uh, like what if that was all real from like a lower dimensional level? So like there really was a dimension below our dimension where everything that happens in Game of Thrones really happens. It's just on a lower dimension than us. So we see it as a storybook, and their dimension they see it as. What do you mean on a lower dimension than us? Like it's so like, like we're controlling what happens on that dimension. Yeah, and so, and so it, like we're can being we're being controlled, controlled by the by aliens, and then dimension. we're controlling whatever happens on the yeah. lower dimension. Yeah, that's assuming that dimensions are, are real, which I I don't really believe, but it could be. Have you ever seen a like a black hole? Yeah. Don't you wish sometimes you could have like a ti- like a tiny one? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Like whenever you're cleaning your room, you could just like throw all the trash in it, and it just. Pfft, yeah. So, 
remember what is that your next topic? topic? Black holes? No. Okay. <laughs> no, not black holes. So you don't think we're living in a simulation at all? No. Hmm. Well, that's boring. <laughs> what if we were? If we were? Um, yeah. what, if, what if... Okay, what about this? What if nobody really believed that we were in a simulation, but you knew we were in a simulation? So it's the Matrix movie. This is literally just the Matrix. Is that what happened? Yeah. Every, everybody the thought they were... Everybody... You never... No. Wow. Everybody thought that the world they were living in was real, except for like a handful of people. And when they figured it out, they started, like they learned to look through the coding of the Matrix, and they started to do things that weren't possible before, and they eventually broke the system and escaped from it. Because they, they learned that... like. Because they learned that they were in it, they were in a simulation. They figured out how to manipulate the, civil, the simulation to benefit them, and they just broke out of it. Really? Mm-hmm. So that's what we need to do. Yeah. We get, like, isn't there something? Isn't there something else about like art becoming reality? Yeah. Like how like so many things like throughout like history, like cartoons, like slowly become reality and stuff. That's what I just talked about. When. The, the like creating a story and having that story be being is that real. what is that what that is yeah hmm. so we might be in the matrix possibly so how are we gonna get, how do they get out of it um we just need to copy what they did plot armor <laughs> armor plot armor a what plot armor you know what that is plot armor you don't know what plot armor is no plot armor is um when a, when a creative writer of a story can't figure out how to get a, a hero out of a situation so they make it to where the hero is just put in a really 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 lucky spot like something super super lucky to, hap- to him happens and they happen in succession like if you ever like if you've ever seen um and did you see the newer hobbit movies the, the lord of the rings no um I don't, th- I don't think i've ever watched have you seen any of the, lord of parts, the Rings? have you seen parts of the caribbean yes but i don't remember what it was about well just seeing any of it will work jack sparrow has some of the most plot armor out of any character ever made. Because whenever Jack Sparrow does literally anything, he should die, but he doesn't because he's given plot armor. Because he's Jack Sparrow. Because he's Jack Sparrow, and he has plot armor. So like he's being he's like being saved by the writer. He's being saved by literally being saved by the writer. That's exactly what's happening. The writer says the only reason why he doesn't die is because the writer the writer says he doesn't die. So we need plot armor. We need plot armor, and we need a lot of it. Who's going to give it to us? The writer. <laughs> Who's the writer? <laughs> Whoever's making the Matrix. <laughs> Whoever's running this whole thing? Yeah. Which also means we can't escape it. Like Mark Zuckerberg? You think he's the plot? He's, 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 he's the writer? He's, he's, yeah, he's the writer. He's, he's what or happens when... Him and Elon Musk? I think what happens is like... Have you ever seen um, a movie where the director puts himself into the movie? No. Well... I don't watch movies. That, that happens. <laughs> so I think that Mark Zuckerberg is um, in the same situation where he's like he's the director of this Matrix, but he also just wants to put himself in for the, the fun of it. Like when a, like uh, they're, they're, when people make um, video games, um, sometimes the developers will put themselves in the game just for fun, and that's exactly what I th- that's what Mark Zuckerberg might be doing. So you think so he might be the writer of our simulation? Yes, and then he's put himself. In it, in it, just as for fun. The CEO of Facebook. Yes. Because like, like the CEO, of the, the Facebook is the the server for the Matrix. So we need to storm Facebook. So all we need to do is just stomp out Facebook. We, we need to storm. We need to do, do Area Fifty One's uh, Facebook. <laughs> By Area Fifty One, it do you mean like have a hundred people show up? In, yeah, Naruto, Naruto run straight in, break through the the gates. Or whatever they have, and just <laughs> destroy the whole place. Facebook probably doesn't have gates. They probably have like wormholes that open up, and you just <laughs> and you're gone. That's yeah. it, and you just never get heard from mm-hmm. again. They, you you run in, you get sucked into a black hole, and then your Facebook account gets deleted. Yeah, <laughs> then nobody knows who you are. <laughs> did you did you see how many people actually showed up to that Area 51 raid? Yeah, like barely any. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, I think it was supposed to be some type of like like rave or like dance yeah. party or something and then like only 100 people showed up yeah. it was disappointing what do you think about robots robots like 
What do you mean it robots? Like like a mechanical arm just being powered by electricity doing stuff, or like androids? I guess like androids. Androids. Like, do you think? Like, what do you think the chances are that at some point in the next like, say, hundred years, seventy five years, that we end up fighting off robots? I think it's possible. I definitely think it's possible because sentient AI is already being worked on by Google. Yeah. And uh, if you put sentient AI inside of a, a body, like an android, then it can, if it determines that it needs to kill humans, it's going to kill humans. Have you, um, <clears throat> have you seen the uh, Boston Dynamics robots? Mm, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the, the ones that, like, they'll, like, hit them with a hockey stick yeah. and, like, go upstairs and, like, they, nothing phases them. The and ones just that are always going. being abused? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you see that PETA, like, got mad about it? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the, um... I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm getting Alzheimer's. I think we're we're gonna ask me is um if, if they're gonna get tired of being abused and rise up <laughs> against us. Well, I mean that that could happen, but the um oh they have because they have like the like a human like one that's like the size of a human. Yeah. And then they have the one that's like that's like to me more scary than that one. That's like a dog. Yeah, I've seen that. That has like a. Uh, like an ex- like an arm with a, like a claw that comes out, mm-hmm. and then it has like like knees and elbows that like, can like invert themselves. Yeah, so it can just go like anywhere. You know, the military is going to use those things too. For what? For transporting supplies and weapons. Mm, that'd probably be a good idea because it can go. Over wonder how many people? Terrain. Wonder how many guns they're going to strap to it. Uh, they can <laughs> strap a lot to them and start like mowing people down. <laughs> oh, like making it like an assault vehicle. Yeah, that could work too. Making it like an assault dog. Yeah, but they mainly going to just use it for supply because um, they, they're all terrain. You can't get over like a you can't get over like a uh, like a quarry with a jeep, but you can get over it with a, a mechanical dog. <laughs> Start like strapping bombs to it, and then have like <laughs> suicide robots, <laughs> and they just run out there. Yeah, you could probably do that with RC cars. The um, I think they do that with RC cars, or at least robots. I think that's just Call of Duty. You don't think it's real life? I don't think I've ever heard of an RC cars being used and for suicide bombing. I mean, not like literal RC cars. Yeah, like, like just like robots that they can just drive. I don't think I've ever heard of it. it I don't know why, no, though. Like, it makes sense to me. Like, why use why chuck a grenade when you can just put a grenade on a tiny little robot with wheels and just pilot it straight into the enemy? That's true. Have you... I think, like, once... If somebody like makes like a like an AI robot that and they and it learns to once it learns to make other robots yeah. I think that we're think I think we're done for. That's at that point we are like we are done. Age of Ultron basically. I don't know what that is. You never seen Age of Ultron? No. The Avengers? No. You don't watch anything, do you? <laughs> no. Why do you host a podcast show if you don't watch anything? <laughs> I don't watch any of this stuff. Oh my god. What about it? So that's what exactly what happens. Uh, Tony Stark makes a um, a robot, and it becomes sentient, and it makes its own bodies. Like it makes bodies of itself, and so it can like just keep making uh, like unlimited amounts of robots. Yeah, it takes over. It what first it does is what it does is um it takes over the whole grid, like the whole internet grid, and it shuts it down, and it uh, like finds a factory, and it creates bodies for itself to make an army. Really. Mm-hmm. Have you, um, there was another thing that, I, I don't remember, I don't remember who made the robot. I, I don't, I don't think I've seen the video, but I heard, I heard about this somewhere that somebody made like an AI robot and they said that like part of, like part of AI was that it wanted to be as efficient as possible. Yeah. So like, so like one of the worries was that at some point they'll determine that humans aren't efficient and, aren't inefficient. and then they'll kill us. Yeah. But then there was also like, I think there's a video somewhere, but some guy had like an AI robot and he like instructed it to get on top of the table. But it, it, it viewed jumping on top of the table as like inefficient. So instead of jumping on top of the table, it smashed the table and stepped on top of it <laughs> because that was more efficient. Yeah. So like, so like I guess once they start like if they start doing that like if you if you tell it to do something and then it 
and then it views that as inefficient, it's just going to kill you. That's why the military is completely against AI. Because if you gave a, a super advanced AI control over all the military arsenal, what would happen is you say, all right, listen, the enemy position over here is very heavily fortified, and we are outnumbered. We need to take it down somehow, and we need to get past it. The AI would, it would skip over everything except for nukes. It would straight go, it would straight go, all right, um, the easiest and most efficient way to get rid of it is with nukes. And nukes <laughs> just, are... Just go all the way to 100 every single time. Yes, it, it immediately bypassed any other option, and it was just, it would just instantly nuke the fortification, and then because it, the AI doesn't understand politics, <laughs> it, it'd, be, it'd create a bit of a situation with the UN. <laughs> it'd be like, <laughs> like, all right, we got one guy over here. Yeah. Nuke. Yeah. <laughs> Atomic bomb. Here we go. We have we have one guy. Yep. All we got two, just drop everything. Because AI would only it would look at things through like a ton it would have tunnel vision. It would only look at the goal ahead of it. It wouldn't it wouldn't understand what its actions impact about the world around it. It would just it would do anything in its power to accomplish that one goal. So it would be like a sociopath. Yeah. Or a psychopath. So if somebody made a, like a, a bunch of robots, it would just literally be like a bunch of sociopaths, pretty much. Because they don't they don't have feelings. They don't they don't, they don't care about and what they, happens. They, they just want to like accomplish one goal. Mm-hmm. But it's also what limits them because if they accomplish that one goal, they can't give themselves orders. They'd have to once they accomplish their goal. Even the most powerful AI would it, it would have to be given a set goal, and once that goal is accomplished. It stops functioning. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. They can't make their own goals because they don't have the ability to create their own. Could they? Animation. Do you think they could, like, like say one one AI robot makes another one? Do you think they could make one that only makes goals for the other ones? I think it's possible, but we don't have the technology to do that yet. Like with Google, they're so we don't, but they do. <sighs> well, they would have to go off of our technology, but the aliens do. They have the technology. If the aliens made sentient robots, then yes, it's possible. I don't want to have to fight off robots. <laughs> <laughs> Alien robots at that. What would be your plan of attack? Against robots? Yeah. I mean, well, the easiest way to do it is just to sh- shut down the um, main server, basically. How would you find it, though? That's the problem. What if it was like, what if they set it up like blockchain? Like blockchain? Yeah. What does that mean? How like you know you know blockchain is no, it's basically, and this is a very 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 rough explanation. But like, instead of having like one server, like everything acts as the server. Oh. So like 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 a computer, your phone, your smart TV, like everything locks in together to like make the make the server. Yeah. Every, like every little thing makes its own like a little piece, instead mm. of having like just like one massive server that you could actually like shut down. So like. Like with bit like Bitcoin is blockchain, yeah, and it makes apparently something about it makes it like hard to track because of every device, like every individual device. Yeah, there's no like one place for there's no origin for it. Right, that might be like a bad explanation, but that's like roughly how yeah. how I understand it. Would it be like that? I've, if they were smart, they make it like that. <laughs> you're, you're trying to set us up to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that logically how it happen? So, then what do you do? If it's blockchain? Yeah. Um, you'd have to find a way to... If you can't shut down the um, ability to communicate, because that's another thing. If you could restrict the ability to, for the devices to communicate, then they're useless. So, well, you know... I mean, an, e- an EMP would probably be a good a good choice. It'd be the, exactly what you want to do. But I'm sure if they if if we if somebody made a, a AI robot that could make other robots, it would probably have like protections in place for an EMP. Yeah, but like EMPs are hard to stop. How you gonna how you gonna make them? How you gonna make what? An EMP. Just the way they're made. I don't know how to make them. <laughs> I haven't been instructed yet. You haven't talked to the robots? No. Well. Because we have EMPs. Because, well, because, like, one EMP can't just, like, take out the, the whole U.S. No. So, like, you would, 
like take out a certain percentage of these robots, say there was like millions of them, you take out like a certain percentage, then that would then they would send all the signals to the other ones that they're under attack. Mm-hmm. And then now you're screwed because now they're coming after you. Yeah. And they can there was something like robots communicate like I forget what the percentage, but it was like the bajillion times faster than humans. Yeah. yeah. So it was like whenever they would, so like if they're like planning something, they could just like, and it's done. But I mean, if they'd have to have a constant feed of communication though, because if, if you have, um, if you have something that operates via antenna and um, the antenna gets taken off, it doesn't matter if it already have, like it already knows what it's supposed to do. It can't do it anymore. So what if it, they'd probably be satellite. Yeah. So you had, well, you'd have to block the satellite, or blow them up, yeah, or blow it up. And you know what I think I would do? I think I'd back myself in a corner with a water hose, <laughs> and just and just hope for the best. Because <laughs> if you if you had if you could have like a fire hose that had enough pressure to like push them away, yeah, and the water to like short circuit everything. Well, what's what's they're not waterproof. Hopefully they're. They're not waterproof. Hopefully. Well, even if they were waterproof, I mean, it would only work for so long, but you could still use the pressure to, like, push them back. I mean, yeah. Or you just, I guess you just have to shoot them. Yeah. After that, that and just hope for the best. But shooting wouldn't be that, that effective against them because, like, bullets are meant for, for organic beings because if a bullet goes into your body, it's going to mess something that happens inside the body up and it's going to kill you. But against an AI, if a bullet travels through the AI's, like, through the mechanical body... It, the most damage it's going to do is take out a couple of wires, maybe take down, like, like chunk a piece of its uh, hardware, but it's more than likely still going to be able to keep on going. I don't like that. Yeah. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be way harder to kill than humans. What if we, what if you, like, bait him in somewhere? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bait him into, like, a big hole and then just, like, fill it in? <laughs> that, that's more like zombie tactics. <laughs> So like they they'd be smart though. They'd be really really smart. Would they be good diggers though? Because if, <laughs> if you if you put them in a hole and then cover it up, they're probably not going to dig their way out unless they're designed for digging. What, are they going to have like just two shovels for hands and yeah. just be like? You know? So that's 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 the advantage. They'd have over us. They'd have uh, versatility because they can literally make their soldiers to be whatever they need to be. I don't think we're going to have a very good chance against these robots. No. I don't like that. If if they the problem is that, like if they were to get started, they'd be very weak early on, but they'd snowball like insanely fast. Well, because the AI, yeah, they just get better and better and better and yeah. better. Because they they move so much faster. Than what us. and instead of like instead of guns, like they would probably have like uh, like like ray guns, <laughs> not like not like lasers, but I'm talking like I mean, would it, would that be efficient though? I mean, I don't know. They they would design but, weapons that were efficient for killing humans. Well, what I'm saying is they would like. What if they had like um, like gamma rays or something? Something that they could that they just constantly emitted. Yeah. That like, well, gamma rays destroy destroy um software though. Do they? Mm-hmm. Well, they can. Radiation. You, can you not protect the software from the gamma rays? You can, but it'd be it'd be more difficult and see I think that the, what they, the most likely thing for them to do what if they did microwaves and they cooked you like, <laughs> like, like, like they just had two uh, you know, we magnetrons have, do we have mic- uh, microwave, microwave using weapons in today's world really yeah, they're outlawed by the Geneva Convention but yeah they're like the amount of stuff that we do, they use we, microwaves microwave like it's not exactly like magnetrons it's, it's, it's basically just you know, like I forget how it was like described but um, it's this type of weapon where it fires out a um like a flash of light, and then it either completely blinds anyone that looks at it, or like, even sees the ground next to it, or it straight up cooks them. <laughs> but it's outlawed by the Geneva Convention, so you can't use it. And why not? Because it's outlawed by the G- Geneva Convention. Who follows that? Everyone. <laughs> and no one, I guess. Like, there's certain things you can do with the Geneva Convention, and certain things you can't do. Like there are certain laws is, that isn't the Geneva Convention pretty much to like make war like fair? Fair. It's, it's to make war like is is like rules of war have been established since like why like why the, don't we have rules of war? Because here's what happens in 
it, it was it was made because um, it was especially in, big in the 1800s and 1700s because what would happen is um, they didn't even have anything back then. They did. What were their like swords too long? <laughs> what happened was um, I don't know what war was it, but they started doing this. They would take their musket balls and they would purposely infect the musket balls. Like they they'd put them in like the carcasses of dead cattle and pull them back out. So when they fired their shots into enemy soldiers. Back then, the odds of a bullet killing you were very small. I didn't do that much damage. But if it was infected, you would die for disease 100%. And because it's a horrible way to die, and it was seen as an unclean way to kill someone, they outlawed it. And <sighs> the same thing goes for um, officers, because back then... So they would stick the musket balls in, like, dead cattle. Yes, and, like, something like that to infect it. <laughs> so, 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 like... Billy from the 1800s is going over to a dead cow and he's like going to cut into it. He's like, I'm going to well, put these musket balls in here. I'm going to come back. and Someone somewhere started doing that and they said, oh, that's, that's messed up. You can't do that. And they stopped doing it. That's, that's so crazy. Because in, in Europe, it's like, listen, we're in war and we're trying to kill each other, but you can't kill me slowly. You can only kill them in a certain way because it has to be humane. It's war. What happens <laughs> is um, in the 1800s. So you can't infect somebody. But if you're riding by on a horse and you happen to just lop their head off, yeah, that, that's good. Because that's different. <laughs> Apparently, the, the Europeans created this stuff. Like, what, if, what, if, what about the um, uh, the triangle bayonets? The triangle bayonets. Yeah. What do you mean? Like the they started making like at some point, like at one point, the all the bayonets were just like knives, basically strapped onto guns, yeah. and then they changed them to be triangle because you could because it was a lot harder to stitch up the wound. Yeah. So that you'd just like bleed out. Yeah, that's not out loud. That's different because <laughs> because you don't. I, I think I don't know how it's determined. But I think it has to be like straight up. The the weapon just kills you due to fighting. Like like it's your metal versus theirs. But if it's, you use disease to kill someone, there are certain types of warfare you can't engage in. Biological warf- warfare is the biggest one. You cannot use biological warfare to kill humans, and the main reason is because it can backlash. So if the reason why we don't create diseases, but who's who's making these rules though? I don't know. It's like most of Europe. Europe's the main <laughs> ones that do it. Like, like if me and you were in war, are we supposed to sit down before the war and be like, all right, here's, they're just here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do my best to kill you, but I'm not going to do it this way. Mm-hmm. See, America actually broke the rules, the rules of war. Like our first war, we broke the rules of war. That's what we do for Americans. Because mm-hmm. um, in the Revolutionary War. It, it, back then, killing officers was a big no-no. Like, you were not supposed to kill officers. But because it, everybody like hated... your own officers? No, enemy officers. Like, if you're... if There's two lines. Really? Yeah, there's, like, a line here and a line here. And there's an officer commanding both lines. And if you shoot the officer, what happens is that his men no longer have orders, and they just go into a blind charge. Or they rout. Because they don't have anyone commanding them. So are they stupid? They, like, they, they're just, like, a... They're just, like, if the officer dies and they're just like, there's oh, no, what do we do? There's, well, what would happen is either a second, like, for second in command will take up the position, but it creates a, a window where they have to, like, everybody has to see that the officer's down and they have to understand that the next guy in line is in charge, but it creates a window that the Americans could exploit because there was confusion. Like, if, if American line charged the British line after the officer got shot out, of the, like, shot dead, then they wouldn't be able to react very fast because they can't do anything unless they're to- told to do it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's how rural, like where was what? <laughs> so they're they're basically just like a bunch of sheep. Like they they don't know how to think for themselves. If you're in a line with like twenty people and you have an officer above you and your officer gets taken out, what are you gonna do? Because if you do something, I mean, I assume that the the whole goal of the war is to kill the enemy. But you don't know the tactics for the individual battle. You might be supposed kill to do something. Kill them? Not entirely. Because if, if, if you're in a... In a Pull a the musket ball out of the cow, <laughs> put it in your gun, and shoot him. So you don't know anything about tactics. That's your problem. Because let's, let's say you're part of a, a battle plan where you're supposed to hold a defensive position, but your commander gets shot dead. And Defense? You in, what it, is this, a basketball game? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we're killing people here. This is... Roll isn't just about killing people. Okay, keep going. But you're, if you're set up in a, a defensive position and your job is to hold that defensive position and your officer gets taken out and you and your buddies decide, you know what, let's just charge. Well, your, your officer, okay, so your officer would basically be like your boss at work. Yes. If my boss doesn't show up for work, I still know what to do. 
because you're in a position where you do the same thing every day. In a battle, you don't do the same thing every day. You're killing people. You're not always. You're, you're, all, you're not so always. So some, some days are you like you don't, making peanut butter jelly sandwiches? When, when people go to war, the first thing they do is not just charge straight at each other and just go guns blazing. That's not how they do it? No. They, they look at what needs to be. If you're at war, it's not. The goal is not to is kill this, the enemy. Are you talking about a war now or a war like... Any war. You're not. The goal is not to kill the enemy. It, the goal is to cut off their supply line and force them into a, into a, a, um, a position where they have to surrender. Because the ideal war is when the enemy surrenders and you didn't lose any men. You're not killing, not killing their entire army because you can't rule over conquered people. So you, if just all day. Kind of, you just kind of want to just like bleed them out. You want to make them. You want to destroy their their will to go on. You want you want to make it to where they have to surrender. I thought I thought one of the goals was like, like one of the reasons that you didn't want to want to kill the people was because like you like if I was like say we were on opposite sides, and like you were like <laughs> out in the field lollygagging <laughs> <while laughs> around. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to kill you because if I just injured you, then somebody else would have to come try to save you, and then I could get that person. No, that, you're thinking about like guerrilla tactics and stuff like that. <laughs> what do you mean? Like that, that's that's type of warfare that just that's what very do you mean, small what do you mean scale. Guerrilla tactics. Guerrilla tactics like like small scale warfare, like one on one scenarios. I'm talking about grand battle plans. Like in, in, you can't think that like that on a grand scale. Like, like how, just, how many people I, are in like a grand battle plan? Well, that's an entire country. Here's the thing. There's a difference between tactics and strategy. Tactics are small-scale warfare. Strategy is large-scale warfare. So in, in like, World War II, tactics would be considered what, what like, this panzer division is going to do to this infantry column. And strategy would be what this main force does against this main force. Mm. So the, these people... At, these people never just like net up and just fought it out. Not really. They, they, I mean, they, it happens, but usually it's not the goal. Like you're not you're not trying to kill every single enemy soldier in the enemy army. So what's the point? The point is to capture territory. Hmm. That seems boring. That's just how wars. Is that how they did it? Like in the 1800s? Yeah, but. That's- what did they do when they only had, like, swords? I mean, they had to meet up and fight it out. I'm not saying that they didn't meet up and fight it out. I'm saying that the goal wasn't to um, blindly charge. Do you, know, do you know how that, how that stuff worked? What? Like, whenever they would, like, whenever all they had was swords? Yeah. Was there, like, somebody, that, was there, like, a ref? <laughs> like, was there somebody that was like, all right, we're going to have war now. And then everyone <laughs> went at it. And then whenever, whenever it was, like, done, was there somebody that was like, all right, stop. And then everyone went back to their sides? What do you mean, like, how a war ended? Yeah. Well, because like, okay, think if you have like, if all they had swords and axes and horses and all and whatever and bows, and they all met up to fight, mm-hmm. who's controlling it? Who's controlling? Do they just go until somebody's dead? Until one side's dead? They go until one side retreats, because they're not all gonna die. You don't all. Everyone that shows up to battlefield, like both one side does not get wiped out. It never happens. You never ever ever see one side get completely and totally wiped out. They get their morale broken. And they, what the survivors of the battle retreat with the commander. So whenever, so like after a certain amount of time, they just turn around and run. Well, after something happens. So let's say you're um, a knight. So if they, when, while they're turning around and running, are you not allowed to shoot them? You can, but it, it's dumb because you want to cover as much distance as you can. Oh, I mean, if you're like the attacker, like the victor. Yeah. Um, there's nothing, nothing stopping you. But what happens is they or they organize their retreats in such a way that you can't pursue them. Like what would happen? Like let's say you're um, in a medieval army. What would usually happen is the infantry would fight it out, and the infantry would mostly die, and the back lines would retreat, and they'd have their cavalry support the retreat. So like, if you like the two. So the cavalry is all the guys on the horses. Yeah. What What were their jobs? Like what did they do? Their jobs were to either cover the retreat or to um, break the enemy's front line or harass the back line. So let's say you have two. Harass them? Yes. Would they like go make fun of them? <laughs> Yeah, they went and spammed them on the. Uh, they, they, they blew up their phones. <laughs> they went around to the back, and they're like, hey, "Those pants make you look bad." <laughs> they started um, just braiding them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they were sending. Uh, they were writing rude messages on carrier pigeons, <laughs> and they were sending them over there. <laughs> oh, speaking of pigeons, I heard this thing. I don't. Remember, it was on a podcast. I don't remember whose it was, 
but someone was saying that uh that they were pretty sure that pigeons were um placed by the government to be spies i heard about that really mm-hmm. as the uh washer and dryer that's obnoxious i know but who'd you see that who'd you say that you saw where'd you see that at i just saw it like I think it was, it was it was some kind of like some kind of meme <laughs> where like it was showing a pigeon and like it had on one side a normal pigeon and then the other side like it showed the inside of the pigeon was like a camera and like a battery pack. <laughs> I think the thing came because of uh, like someone wh- whatever I saw it said like have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Yeah, and I was like, no, I've never seen a baby pigeon. They're just, all you see is adult pigeons everywhere because they're made by the government. That's probably what's in Area 51. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they... So they're making these pigeons in Area 51. Yeah, they're, they're manufacturing them. <laughs> so do you, do you think they're capturing the pigeons and putting the cameras and turning them into robots? Or do you think they're yeah, just like... cyborgs then. That's true. So you think they're just making the pigeons from the ground up inside There's, Area 51? They're literally just like robots, yeah. Maybe that's what the aliens are doing. Maybe. Maybe the pigeons are the aliens. Why does that keep going off? I don't know. How many times does that thing go off? I don't know. Jesus. Okay, so the pigeons are the aliens. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So they're already here. You said they run another planet. I mean, the, the plot thickens, doesn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. What if, what if the pigeons, what if the pigeons are the AI robots? That we're going to have to fight against. They're the sentient robots. Yes. Yeah. Then, I mean, I'm not really scared of them. You're not scared of... Maybe, maybe this is just a you scouts. Don't, you, you don't think you're scared of pigeons. Maybe the, maybe the pigeons are just the scouts of the, the android army. So they're, they're just they're just out there just like feeling everything out. Yeah, they're just, just like see. gathering information. Uh, That's why they're everywhere. I'm going to start shooting pigeons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I go, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna carry a shotgun and start shooting pigeons. <laughs> what, would you, what would you do if you shot a pigeon and it was like just sparks? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would be really, really worried. Yeah. Or if you, if you were like just walking and like its batteries died and mm. just fall out of the air, just crashed. <laughs> oh, that'd be rough. I would, I would re-question. Everything that I've ever thought about in my entire life. Yeah. So you said you have a couple Uber stories. Yeah, I do. There's there's just a few. All right. Well, there. Well, <laughs> so I was uh, I got off my work and um I had to uh, take an Uber driver home, and um you you had to take an Uber driver home. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I had to take them home to their house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yep. Or are you trying to say that you took an Uber home? No, I I literally. Took my Uber. yes, I did. <laughs> you but so you literally took your Uber driver home. Mm-hmm, definitely. And his Uber. That yeah. Mm-hmm. No, okay. no, we we got out and we walked. Home. <laughs> did you hold his hand all the way there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was your uh, emotional support. <laughs> you walked beside him and you were like, "You can do it, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna be all right." <laughs> all right, go on. <laughs> so I was um I I'd be riding in the back. And like the vast majority of the time, and when it's just you and the Uber driver, either, it'll either be like dead silence, or it'll be like small talk just, for a few minutes. Just heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> you should get. You should. You should film this one day. You should get in the back of an Uber and just like sit back there and just <sighs> for like the whole ride. And then every time he looks back at you, you just like just give him a blank stare and quit. Yeah. And then every time he turns around, just. <sighs> You get closer and closer to the back of his head. <laughs> Literally breathe on his neck. Just yeah. be like, <sighs> <sighs> that'd, be, that'd be a good horror story. <laughs> just like breathe on the back of his neck. And then just all of a sudden just be like, have you ever been robbed? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought about what would happen if like, if you got murdered? You got, you know, like, <laughs> if like you were riding, try, you know, driving someone home and they just like held a nine millimeter to the back of your head. <laughs> You ever thought about getting shot in the head? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> As you're like, you're like breaking down a gun. Yeah. Like, you ever thought about getting shot? <laughs> so what else happened in this? Oh, okay, so. Well, what, what there was happens, a guy in the trunk. What happens? Yes, there's a guy. There's, there's an Indian man in the trunk. 
Um, it's, it's Mr. Chow from uh, <laughs> from the, the Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chow. But um, what, what happens usually is they'll tell you their their entire life story, or there'll be like um, a few minutes of like light conversation and just silence all the way home. But what happened a they lot tell was you their life story, their entire life story over the course of like fifteen minutes. It was amazing. <laughs> so, so you get in the car, and they're just like, "Okay," <laughs> for like fifteen minutes, and then you're like, oh, "It'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like introductions, like, uh, hey, I'm Chase. Uh, hey, I'm uh, Rob. Um, so I was born uh, the youngest of three, and <laughs> going their entire life story. Is this like a, like a standard thing with Uber? Yeah, like they tell you their life story. I think it's just because they don't know what else to talk about, like because they don't know you. So they're just like, "Can we just tell you about me?" <laughs> I would get in there and just be like, "Just shut up and drive." <laughs> but one of my Ubers said that they had a uh, they were scared to death of one of their riders because the second he got into the car, he said, "Shut up and drive," and they were, they were just terrified the entire way home. <laughs> Just shut up and drive fast. <laughs> Ignore the gun. <laughs> if you see lights, don't roll over. <laughs> do you do you sit in the front or the back of the Uber? I always sit in the back. I don't <laughs> like sitting in the front. I, I just feel like it's too personal. <laughs> you, should, you should sit in the front one day and then just like <laughs> just like just, just like be real wide eyed and just stare at him the whole time. <laughs> You'd be like, "So what are you doing?" Uh, or just like just like reach over and just like hit the blinkers just like grab their arm <laughs> assert your dominance just like while they're driving just like they say they come to a stop just reach over and just put it in park <laughs> so they're just sitting there just whoom they're just like just what's take going the, on uh, take the keys out of you <laughs> come to a stop take the keys throw them out the window and then just be like well that sucks <laughs> Uh, I saw a video on that. Did you see the um? There's this video. that's like this guy was um riding with his friend, and he was like, "Man, you're too drunk to drive. Let me help you there." And he took the keys out of the ignition. And he was like, "Okay, we're good." <laughs> this is how we drive. He was it, was. it was in a moving car too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so the steering wheel probably locked up. Like, I don't know what to do. Oh. Did you hear that? Uh, um, Tesla is supposed to be making like their own Uber. Really? Yeah. It, hmm. It's a, I don't remember what they're calling it, but it's supposed to be like, if you buy a Tesla, then it's supposed to be like, you know how Tesla has like all the sensors and the yeah. like automatic driving and all the, or autopilot and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they already have like all the technology in place for the car to drive itself. So like once it becomes legal, it's supposed to be like, you can buy a Tesla and like you say you like drive it to work. And yeah. once you get to work, you can like set it to where it'll go out and like pick people up and drive them around. Really? So then, like you get so like you're making money while you're at work. Oh, that could be a really good business idea. Like get a, just get tons and tons of Teslas and have them like do your own business for you. That's what I was thinking. I think yeah. that I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're. It's probably gonna happen. Some billionaire is just gonna buy like 200 Teslas and yeah. like dump them off in LA and they'll just go oh, around. That's gonna that's gonna make a huge vacuum for jobs though. Like a lot of people are gonna lose their jobs in that. Yeah. Be like a lot of protests, and unless they start crashing into people, <laughs> like the the cars start, it's like you're taking too long at a red light, and they just why <laughs> just slam into you. And you know how the the Tesla has like the Model X has the doors that come up, yeah, like it slams into you, and then its doors come up, like it's like, it's like what are you doing? It starts waving its little doors in the air. It's like go. <laughs> Oh. So, do you have any other Uber stories? Oh, no, I haven't even started telling them. <laughs> I um, so I got this, this one. This, I had this one Uber driver. It was like he was, he was the best one I ever had because he was he was this um this older Greek guy, and uh, he started telling his life story the second I got into the car. And it was it, uh, when I got out of the car, I was inspired because <laughs> <laughs> he, he told me like how he started off in Greece and he had like he this deep Greek accent, and he was like. I was maybe it's my family, and then I uh, a war started, and I had to move to America and just going fast, and I could keep up. But from my what did I you gathered, did you like respond to him, or were you just like no. I was just going mm-hmm, over and over the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, his life story was crazy because he went he went from um, he moved from Greece at a very young age to to America, and he um he went to school, but he was god awful at school, and he dropped out like in sixth grade or so, and um, the other kids made fun of him for it. But he went off and uh, established his own auto shop as like like a fourteen year old kid, 
and he um he got in in, in Greece or here in in America, and um he was started working on our cars for a living, and he uh, he made enough money to actually like <coughs> uh, expand his uh, auto shop into like an actual business, like a full on business, and um uh, he eventually like proved everybody wrong about him didn't have him being dumb and uh made his own living set up a family and now his family like his, his kids are actually doing really well like going to college and, like, and now he drives for uber and now he drives for uber <laughs> so what happened to the business he doesn't have to worry about it anymore because he's he's made enough money to retire so he does uber for fun i think you didn't ask him uh, it might be for fun it might be for paying his kids college i don't know you need to get this guy over here yes yeah. I, I got some questions <laughs> <laughs> what else you got um, let's see. Uh, that was like the bit, that was the main one. You should drive for Uber one day. I want to actually. And then <laughs> just drive for Uber. And then just like whenever someone gets in the car, <laughs> just be like, you been in a car with a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> or have, have like one of your friends like in the trunk. And when they get in, <laughs> he just starts like screaming Start and pounding on the thing. <laughs> and they're just like, I think there's someone back here. <laughs> and you're like, nah, man, just, nah. just ignore it. Just don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> have him like you know how the back seats like fold forward yeah have him just like like hit the brakes real hard and have him just like fly out of the back <laughs> seats and it, like look at the guy and he's like get me out of here <laughs> we gotta go man <laughs> that would be hilarious yeah if you could do that and film it uh, that'd, be, that'd be a good prank or just like <laughs> if you were d- driving for uber just like pull up to a stop sign and then just like turn the car off and get out <laughs> 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 and the guys in the back of the car just like, just like what's what going I do, on? What I do? <laughs> like right in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> that that would be an awesome video idea. Yeah, is to quit like make a video quitting your job at Uber. That'd and be- what and what you do like you pick people up and you just like drive and you just like stop in the middle of a street and you be like you know what I quit. Mm-hmm. So I take the keys <laughs> out and just walk away. <laughs> and the people are just standing there like. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in this Uber. And this guy just quit. <laughs> that would be that would be priceless. That'd be really good. Uh, Someone needs to steal that idea and do that. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. And then give you royalties for it. Yeah, I want um, five dollars per view. Yes, it's <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> and then it has to have a minimum of hundred million views. Yes, that way I can retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had this um this other guy uh, I was riding with and um he he told me his entire life story and he was like this how many life stories do you think you've heard I've Uber? heard like f- like probably six or seven. <laughs> he used to write a book <laughs> called <laughs> the stories I've heard in Uber. <laughs> uh, the Uber Chronicles. Like that. <laughs> there you go. The yeah, Uber yeah. Chronicles. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's actually lived. No, I think about it. It was, it was mostly lived. But um. Oh, so now this this whole now you lost all your credibility. Yeah. Yeah. Lift, but all of them drove Uber as well, though. So the, the plot thickens. I mean, what's the difference? It's the same thing. It's just two different sites. Don't they pay the exact same thing? I think so. Roughly the same. They're probably Uber probably owns Lyft. They're, <laughs> they're just like, oh, they're, they're no competitor. They're trying to make competition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like we don't have a monopoly. Yeah. We have a competitor. Mm-hmm. It's really it's just some some guy sitting in like a gold bathtub just. 100, 200, 300,000, 400,000, just counting his money every day. Yeah. Uh, but this, yeah, this, um, this guy I was riding with, he, he told me his entire life story because he was like raised in the hood and um, he uh, played football for his, um, his high school. And he was uh, really good at it, but he didn't want to go to college because he didn't think he was uh, smart enough. And he, uh, he instead wanted to become a coach. But then um, I forget what happened, but like, something inspired him to go to college. And he got some degree in... I forget what, was it, what degree it was in, but it was in some like minor, like either it was like in history or, or like, it was it was nothing that you could get a job for. But uh, he became a a coach for a while, and he became like some professor, in um I think it was like some professor in history, and uh, he retired from that, and now he drives the uh, he drives Lyft. So what what was it? So he was raised in the hood, yeah, and then he told you that whole story, yeah. It's not a very long story. It's not because he was a younger guy, <laughs> so he, he didn't have a, he didn't have a long he, he didn't long have, life story. He wasn't like the Greek guy. <coughs> the, the Greek guy, like by the end of it, he was straight like giving me inspirational quotes. He, he was like, you know, you come, young people in America, you can do anything you put your mind to it. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, have you ever got into an Uber 
that you were just like, whoa, like this is kind of weird. Like, <laughs> like, like the person's weird. Yeah, like the like the person was just you were just kind of like, oh, I don't know about this guy. Um, I don't know. Like they were they were mostly. I mean, some of them looked weird, but they were all nice. Huh. Like there was this one guy that looked like um, Hulk Hogan, looked exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> really? Was he like as big as Hulk Hogan? No, it was, it was he was smaller than Hulk Hogan, but he was this, this like he looked exactly like him. he had the the handlebar like white handlebar mustaches <laughs> and his hard, dark sunglasses he had wore all the time. It was it was pretty funny. Did he talk like him? No, he'd sound completely different from him. No. Yeah. All right, so let's wrap this up. All right, I got one last question. All right. If you could replace your hand with one object, what would it be? Ooh. That's a difficult question. I'd like, I'd still want to be able to do. It has to be. You're right-handed, right? Yeah. It's got to be your right hand. It has to be. Your, mm. You're gonna you're gonna cut it off right at the wrist, and then you can put just one object just in place one, of your hand, like one tool, one of anything, one of anything at all. Bionic hand. No, not a bionic hand. Okay. You can't play with another hand. <laughs> or if you wanted to have the bionic hand, <clears throat> you can have the bionic hand, <clears throat> but it controls itself. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> so you could just be sitting there and be like, have <laughs> <laughs> to discipline it. <laughs> stop it, stop it. <laughs> Bad hand. That'd be fun. So like you'd be like taking a drink or something and you just... I could high five myself and it'd be like a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, so w- would you take the bionic hand or would you, what else would I'd, you I'd definitely do the bionic hand. The, the thought of and not being, and you should just not control it. Th- yeah. The, the thought of having um, a dom- domestic dispute with my own hand <laughs> is uh, it's, it's too good. Be like, like, call the cops and be like, "Can you get this thing away from me? I don't know what's going on." <laughs> you like accidentally slap people, <laughs> like you're just standing in line. It's just like, <laughs> "What well, can I control? My is it, is it my entire arm or just my hand?" Yeah, it's just your hands. It's just your hand, yeah. But, but it, it probably like put in some weird situations. Like you, like you accidentally put your hand close to someone else's hand and just grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> So well, since it's bionic, you'd put your hand out, and then it would just, like, grab it, and then just, like, squeeze it real yeah. hard. <laughs> They're just like, you're cutting off my hand. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. There would be, like, a TV show about that or something. <laughs> Make it, write a movie about it. Yeah. Nah, that would be funny. Mm-hmm. All right, let's end this. All right.